go talk about the good things connected to the University of Michigan. Clayton Safey's going, oh, my God, do I have to follow that? <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, Clayton, Michigan Twitter, <laughs> oh, I, don't, no, no one needs to push the wrong button right now with me. I'm telling you. Oh, my God. I think Twitter should go away. Serious. I want, where's, where's my space when you need it? All right, Clayton, uh, uh, what are we going to break down? They're going to kill them tomorrow, 52, 59, nothing. They're going to win the game, third game in a row. Uh, when, when are we going to get a game where we can really gauge Michigan? Maybe when they play against the Iowa defense on the road, right? Yeah, probably when it comes to the offense. I think the defense will be tested next week against Maryland. I mean, they've looked pretty decent. I mean, they haven't played anyone either, but, you know, through a couple of weeks, you've seen that offense score some points and, uh, you know, Maryland made a bowl game last year. They're, I mean, they're an improving program. They've recruited pretty well under Mike Loxley. So I'm not sleeping on Maryland, but yeah, I think for the, you know, from an offensive standpoint, that Iowa defense, especially in the type of environment it's going to be in a couple of weeks, will probably test Michigan. And it'll be really the first time we've seen, we'll see JJ McCarthy face some adversity as the guy, right? You know, he came in for plays here or there, a drive, but, you know, then Cade McNamara, uh, you know, was the guy last season. Now, if, if something goes wrong or if he struggles, you know, he's going to have to play through some mistakes. Uh, you know, if they get down in a game, he's going to have to rally them back. So those are the things I'm looking forward to, too. I mean, the schedule is what it is at this point. I, I agree with you that it is, it's incredibly weak. If you look at ESPN's strength of schedule, Michigan's 127. Uh, going forward, though, remaining strength of schedule, the 24th, so pretty – respectable. Um, and I will point out when you look at this, Michigan's getting so much heat for its schedule and rightfully so. I, I agree with you. It's, it's, I wouldn't say boring because I, I still enjoy watching it, but you know, it's not as fun as it would have been if they played a Washington like they did last season or Notre Dame in the years past. But look at Alabama. They scheduled Texas, right? But the SEC plays one less conference game. And so Alabama's other three non-conference games are Utah State, uh, Louisiana Monroe, and Austin T. So, you know, the Big Ten has nine conference games. We have to remember that. Um, again, I'm not excusing, you know, what, you know, Michigan's schedule and how easy it is. But at the same time, they're, they're getting a little more heat, I think, than some of the other teams. And, of course, we're going to talk more about Michigan because we're up in Michigan, right? So I'm not blaming you at all. But um, just just interesting there, I thought. And, uh, but yeah, I can't wait for some more competitive games. Well, the, the, the lower-tier SEC teams have – similar schedules to Michigan. And I know they get the extra game, but, you know, Alabama played Texas. LSU played Florida State. You had uh, Utah at Florida. You had Oregon open up at Georgia defending their national championship. I mean, there there's some solid uh, games here. I'm, I'm not saying Michigan had to play a murderer's row three games in a row, but I really think, and this is what, you know, again, lost in translation, which happens all the time on Twitter, that I'm like, I would like it, a quality game would be in the best interest of the team and the fans to get a gauge on where your team's at. Just like Washington last year, that night game told me, you know what, that defense is tougher than advertised. The offensive line is better. I think this team could do some damage, and they did. No, you're right. I mean, we're sitting here with you know a lot of good to talk about. You know, for Michigan so far, but you got to take a lot of it with a grain of salt. I mean. And then anything that hasn't gone so well, like we've seen some lapses in pass protection from the Michigan offensive line. You know, how big of a concern is that? We don't really know. You know, was it just a couple isolated plays or is this going to be a trend 
if they play some, you know, better teams and when they do, uh, you know, are they going to be able to force more turnovers than they have? Uh, are they going to be able to rush the passer a little better? These are all questions that I've had for the last two, three weeks. I'm not getting great answers yet. So I'm in, you know, I can't wait for those games too when we finally learn that. And I agree with you. It probably would have been in their best interest to, you know, uh, you know, play a Washington even, you know, I know they weren't good last season. I think they went four and eight when it was all said and done, but they still, um, you know, are a team that at least has some talent there and you can kind of gauge where you're at in different areas. Um, at the same time, you know, a couple weeks ago, I was saying, you know, I like this schedule for Michigan because it gives them a chance to figure out their quarterback uh, battle. Not that when Ward Manuel scheduled these years ago, he knew there was going to be this competition, but, you know, they kind of got that out of the way. They get one more tune-up game and they're into the Big Ten schedule. So there's pluses and minuses, I think, to, to either way. Um, and I know next, next year's schedule, we're probably going to be ra- you know, ranting about the same stuff because it's pretty weak, too. Um, but, you know, you kind of less excitement, but you get to, you know, figure out the quarterback stuff. It's, it's kind of a give and take. Pick your poison. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com joining us. Everything you need connected to Michigan football is at the Wolverine.com and also all University of Michigan Athletics. So where's this team at uh, through two games? And again, UConn should be easy, should be a, a, a win somewhere in the 50s. I don't know if UConn will score. It depends on the backups who, again, this storyline has been outside of Cade McNamara losing his job to J.J., Backups have got more playing time than starters. I don't think that's good uh, through three games, and I'm, I'm forecasting that tomorrow. Uh, so, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I guess it's really looking ahead to Maryland, right? <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, you know, you're right. You, when you look at – I was looking at some of the snap counts earlier this morning, actually, for an article, and Trent A. Jones, uh, Michigan's right tackle, he's played the most snaps out of any Michigan offensive lineman so far. And he's only played 106. That would rank about 550th in the country among offensive linemen. So this group has not played. You know, when you look at the ones, they haven't played that well, uh, that much together so far. JJ McCarthy has only started and ended seven drives. And look, he's already what fifth on the Heisman Trophy odds or something like that earlier in the week. So uh, pump the brakes, maybe on that. I would say, but yeah, I mean, it's it's this Michigan offense has looked pretty good when it's been the ones on the field. The defense hasn't allowed any points when it was, you know, the starters on the field. But again, it's not saying much given the competition. So it's kind of the wait and see mode. You look forward towards Maryland. I'm excited to see this defense actually challenged because, um, you know, they look maybe better than we thought it was going to be coming in. But again, it's basically scrimmage play. So you're going to have to prove that against the Maryland. And then two weeks later, the offense against Iowa, Iowa can't score, um, but you know, it's, it's at home and, and you never know uh, what Iowa can do at home. So we've seen that throughout the years. So it's basically, uh, you know, a couple measuring stick games in the next couple of weeks after you get through this one. But I mean, this weekend, I'm still excited to see what JJ McCarthy does in at least a half of play, um, you know, and see if he can kind of follow up his near flawless performance as Jim Harbaugh put it when he went 11 for 12 last week. Uh, I will say this about the, uh, the DraftKings sports book and looking at some of the lines. Michigan eleven and a half. Uh, Michigan minus eleven and a half in the first quarter feels pretty good to me because I think you're right. I think we're going to see the backups again in the second half. Yeah, and and, and on the DraftKings sportsbook app, uh, we had Ballas on from the Wolverine.com yesterday. You know, bet the quarters, bet the first half. Uh, that's before you get to the backups because I think JJ is going to run the offense as much as they've shown. That that's another question I wonder. 
again, Clayton, and you guys have insiders uh, behind the doors at Schembechler Hall. How much of the playbook do you think they've shown through two games? And I don't expect a lot tomorrow unless there's a shock and they're trailing UConn in the second half, which chances are you probably have a better odds seeing the Easter Bunny and Santa Claus on the field uh, in Ann Arbor. Uh, but do you think they're saving? I, I, I don't even know with Maryland if they'll do it. Uh, maybe it's at Iowa where they, they've always laid some eggs as a team, no matter how good the team uh, was. How much of the playbook do you think they've kept reeled in? I don't think there's been a whole lot that they've showed. Um, you know, the run stuff has been pretty basic and, you know, they've done pretty well there, but again, it's just kind of more of the, the stuff that you can line up and, and, you know, run and kind of dominate a lesser opponent with. I thought they showed a bit more last week uh, with JJ McCarthy in the game than they did the week before with Cade McNamara in. But at the same time, like we said, I mean, how many drives was that? A handful. So um, it's really not much. And then some of the stuff you're doing at this point in the season uh, is to maybe set up stuff for later on in the year. So they're doing a little bit of that, but they're not showing much. It, it feels like almost a spring game in that aspect where you're, you're kind of sticking to the basics and, you know, getting out of there trying to stay healthy. But I think we're going to see it. I think Maryland is when you, you know, you don't hold anything back. Obviously you hold some things back for, you know, later on in the year. And that's kind of how your offense or defense will evolve. But I don't think they're going to hold anything back in terms of, you know, things they think they need to win that game. Because Maryland, you know, when you have a quarterback like Talia Tagovailoa and an offense, you know, that receiving core is really good. I would put it probably second in the Big Ten behind Ohio State, right there with Michigan maybe for the second best, um, you know, second or third. So when you have those type of dangerous weapons, you never know what can happen. So they got to be on high alert, I think, for that. So we'll, we'll start to see them open up a little bit more. But we already saw what this Michigan offense can look like in that limited action against Hawaii with the deep balls. JJ McCarthy was perfect on passes uh, that went 20 or more yards in the air, four for four with two touchdowns, open that thing up a little bit more than last season. Uh, No, there's no Hassan Haskins to, you know, pound it in the run game, but you may have some bigger plays through the air and uh, it's pretty exciting to, you know, think about the potential of this offense. All right. Before I let you go, Clayton, uh, your prediction on the game tomorrow, final score, UConn at Michigan. Yeah, I got 52 to 6, so I guess that would be UConn covering, um, you know, that spread. But I, I do think they're going to take the foot off the gas in the second half a little bit again, get those backups in, stay fresh uh, and, and healthy for the Big Ten season because we have seen a few bumps and bruises so far. So I think they'll uh, they'll have a big lead at, at halftime. I do like that first quarter bet on the DraftKings Sportsbook, and then you uh, you go from there. You get ready for, you know, the Big Ten season against Maryland. All right, Clayton, uh, give everybody my best at thewolverine.com. Enjoy the game tomorrow. Thanks for having me. Appreciate All right. it. Yeah, Clayton Safey joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with the University of Michigan Athletics.